Welcome to Rock Welcome to Rock Strikes 10, the show guaranteed to always give you 10 songs, no more, no less. My name is Joey. I want to thank everybody for tuning into the show here today, especially if you're doing it at cnjradio.com, home of all the podcasts here on the CNJ Radio family, or if you're listening to it on Apple Podcasts or on Spotify or any other pod chaser out there leaving a star rating and review and telling your friends, spreading the word, and all that good stuff. Regardless, if you're listening to my voice, thank you so much for spending your time here with me. You're a friend of mine. All right, let's get into it. This is volume five of the odds and ends of this decade. And for those of you who are new to the show, or if you want to get a refresher, you can go back and check out the odds and ends of the decade, volume one, just a few episodes ago, not too far back. But if you're new to the show, I will briefly explain the odds and ends are songs or albums that basically are either like EPs, tribute albums, soundtrack songs, single-only releases, cover albums, what have you. Basically songs that aren't from fully realized studio albums, and also they mostly never get talked about at the end of the year on the critics list, or even listener list for that matter. So we give them a place to exist and live, and be treated as an equal here on Rock Strikes 10. The Island of Misfit Toys of songs, I guess, and it's a great place to be here because we are definitely uh, not of the norm, not your average rock and roll podcast. Oh right, there you go, my bad British accent will lead me into talking about Sir Paul McCartney, or I just like to call him Paul McCartney. And uh, this also is an entrant for the Hollywood Vampires. And the Hollywood Vampires is a band that spawned from uh, an actual original kind of a group from the 70s, although they weren't a musical group, but they did have musicians in their group. It started off as a drinking club in the 70s for rockers and some other types of celebrities and whatnot. And it became like a blackout lost weekend kind of thing. And uh, decades later, it resurfaced as a name. Of course, being led by the original president of the Hollywood Vampire. So I guess he gets to have a, a say in this. <laughs> Alice Cooper, who could drink anybody under the table back in his day. Uh, but it's a cool name. So uh, Hollywood Vampires, the core of the group, is Alice Cooper... Joe Perry, Johnny Depp, and Tommy Hendrickson of Alice Cooper's band. Those are the four core pieces of the Hollywood Vampires. They have two albums out from this decade. The first album is a mostly covers album, so it, it kind of gets to be in the odds and ends here for that reason. The latest album they put out this year, Rise, will contend in the originals uh, because there's only like two or three covers on it, so it's mostly originals, so it is not an odd and end. But the first one is. Confused yet? All right, well, you're in good company. But yeah, Joey, didn't you mention Paul McCartney? Yes, I actually did. So uh, I guess as a kind of a nod to John Lennon, having been a part of the original Hollywood vampires when they were a drinking club, Paul McCartney turns up on this all mostly covers album and uh, brings in a contribution. And the idea and the concept of the first Hollywood Vampires self-titled album is what Alice refers to as his dead drunk friends. So everybody that's being covered here is no longer with us. So the reason Paul turned up actually was not to pay tribute to John, but in a weird way, pay tribute to himself, <laughs> albeit while paying tribute to Badfinger, which is a band that was on Apple Records. Great, great band who are no longer with us for the most part. And, uh, you know, it's, it's a big tragedy. It's one of the big rock and roll tragedies of all time. But initially during their launch... After they were the Ivies and they turned into Badfinger, Paul McCartney contributed a song to them called Come and Get It. It's a perfect pop rock song, which uh, there's a great version of Paul playing all the instruments on the demo of it on Beatles Anthology 3. And I say all that to say this, turning up all the way up to 2015 on the Hollywood Vampires album, where he performs it once again, bringing the song full circle.
Kicking off this volume five of the odds and ends of this decade, that was the Hollywood Vampires with Come and Get It. And the lineup on that recording is, of course, Paul McCartney on bass, keyboards, and vocals, and Alice Cooper there on backing vocals and duet vocals, Joe Perry on lead guitar, and Abe Laboreal Jr. On drums and backing vocals. Abe is Paul McCartney's drummer. You've probably seen him. If you've seen Paul McCartney in the last 20 years on stage or even on TV, that's been his drummer. Hell of a drummer right there. I like that they left in all the goofing off at the end of that track. I really got a kick out of that, of course. I hope you did as well. But you can find that on the self-titled Hollywood Vampires album. It's a bunch of great stuff on there. I didn't know that I needed to hear brian johnson and alice cooper singing whole lot of love until this album came out and then of course i i was like how have i not had this in my life it's a bunch of cool one-time only performances on there so go check out the hollywood vampires record i'm an unabashed alice fan but it's a super fun album all right we're going from super fun to basically awake right here and i'm not trying to make too much light of this but uh this one's going to be heavy so uh, you know, Ronnie James Dio left us uh, right at the beginning of the decade. Really sad. Almost kind of foreboding that we would lose a lot of heroes uh, in this decade. And Dio is still one of the biggest losses we've suffered, for sure. But one of the things that came out of it was, of course, a, a bunch of great charity work for cancer research and cancer awareness, uh, led by Wendy Dio and the tribute album that came out for him, uh, Dio, This Is Your Life. Uh, is probably top to bottom probably the best tribute album ever i mean as far as like hits versus misses usually tribute albums are 50 50 this one's like 85 15 or 90 10 it's super fucking stellar and uh this is probably my favorite performance on the whole album i i actually heard after the fact and even after this album came out that this was the song that was sang at his actual funeral by this guy and i was like wow so uh, there was a slightly obscure song. It definitely wasn't a hit or anything, but a song that Ronnie did with Rainbow called Catch the Rainbow. And at his funeral, Glenn Hughes sang it, and he would do it here on this tribute album to amazing effect. And once you hear it, I'm sure you'll agree if you haven't heard this before, but uh, that's all that needs to be said about this. So paying tribute to the late, great, iconic Ronnie James Dio. This is Glenn Hughes backed up with a nice little uh, Dio all-star band here with Catch the Rainbow.
right, all the chills right there and all the love. Glenn Hughes with Catch the Rainbow being backed up by a bunch of great Dio alumni, Craig Goldie, Rudy Sarzo, Scott Warren, and Simon Wright. Uh, there you go, Catch the Rainbow. Go get Ronnie James Dio, This Is Your Life. Uh, just a, a murderer's row of hard rock and heavy metal acts. Metallica, Anthrax, Scorpions, Doro Pesh, Tenacious D even. It's a great album, so go get it for sure. Another one you gotta go get. Uh, I talked about in the last Odds and Ends episode that my favorite live album possibly of the decade was Ghost, Ceremony, and Devotion. But I gotta say, also the double live album from Imperial State Electric may be contending for that title as well. We'll see what happens by the end of the decade, but you gotta go pick up anything really by the imperial state electric but if you have nothing you really should and and the kiss alive factor is here as well go for the live album it is something else it's uh one of the great rock and roll things you could ever own ever uh proof positive here's a great track from it from imperial state electric's live album this is called can't seem to shake it off of my mind imperial state electric is gonna play a song for my second album and it's called cannot seem to shake it off my mind. I hope you like it. One, two, There you go. A nice kick in the butt to follow up a ballad right there. That was Imperial State Electric with Can't Seem to Shake It Off My Mind from their excellent live album called Anywhere Loud. Go get that record. That's live and dangerous quality right there, and I don't say that with any kind of exaggeration. Speaking of live albums here, another band that puts out a ton of live albums. They almost have more live albums than studio albums at this point, or it's getting close at least iron maiden so it was like just kind of you could just uh, close your eyes and point on a track here because they've had like i think three live albums this decade alone so basically what i did was and i like them all book of souls live is great uh in vivo is really cool i kind of wanted to spotlight that there's some lesser known tracks on that as well so basically just turned into what i wanted to play on the show today what song did i want to feature on the show today by iron maiden so let's go with something that maybe you hadn't heard in a while so this is from In Vivo, a stadium show, I think in Argentina, if I'm not mistaken, something like that. Uh, but anyway, regardless, it's a great show, uh, great CD and Blu-ray you can get out there. So from In Vivo, this is Iron Maiden with The Evil That Men Do. 
right there with Iron Maiden and the evil that men do from in vivo the live album go check that out I mean if you're a Maiden fan you've got it all right right okay all right uh we're still on the live album kick here so this is from an album called Live at the Fillmore over in San Francisco one of San Francisco's favorite favorite sons and definitely one of the more quality live acts you can go see for sure and I mean that to this day Especially to this day, if you go see this man, you will be massively entertained. As he calls himself, the king of semi-professional entertainment, Chris Isaac, who should not be that funny, as handsome as he is. It's it's just annoying as all get out. Looks like Elvis and he sings like Roy. It's just not fair. But anyway, uh, yes, they'll be putting the garbage bags down on all the seats, including the guys. Uh, but go see Chris Isaac live if you can. There's a great live album from this decade called Live at the Fillmore, like I mentioned. And let's just go with this one. An obvious one, but one that never fails. This is Somebody's Crying. They lie awake at night and dream 
Chris Isaac with Somebody's Crying from Live at the Fillmore. Good stuff right there. Of course. And uh, a bunch of great covers on there as well. So go check out that record if you're so inclined. Uh, here's a real oddball. This is a true odd and end from this decade. I'm a big Joe Jackson fan. And uh, he always just does it for the love of the art. He is a true artist. Uh, this is a guy who was having great pop success and like immediately turned his back on pop music and went to go uh, just perform and compose songs that he wanted to hear and stuff that got him off. Uh, so he's never just shied away from just doing whatever the shit he wants to. Uh, that being said, he's always said that his favorite artist of all time, his absolute number one favorite, was Duke Ellington. He called Duke Ellington the greatest musician of the 20th century, which that's a bold statement, but... Uh, I can't really argue those kind of uh, opinions and statements, especially if it's said with that kind of love. But he put out a, a tribute album to Duke Ellington. And I think it was mostly performed live. It definitely has that live sound to it. And the guy has been known to record, you know, uh, live albums in concert settings, sometimes with nobody there, sometimes with people there. And there's <laughs> it's a whole thing. But said joe is is an interesting fella uh but this duke ellington tribute uh brought out some really cool guest stars uh you can find people like iggy pop and steve Vai on the duke which is the name of the album the duke by joe jackson uh but i wanted to play this one uh and, and as you'll see even on uh future entries here uh i will never hesitate to play this woman in any chance that i get uh one of my biggest losses of this decade was sharon jones she was legit and super awesome and i miss her every day she was one of the great voices of all time gone way too soon uh so here's her turning up on the duke along with joe jackson and quest love on the drums doing duke ellington's uh, it's a medley actually of ain't got nothing but the blues and do nothing till you hear from me check it out a little classy break right here the change of a nickel ain't got no bounce in my shoes ain't got no fancy to tickle I ain't got nothing but the blues ain't got no coffee that's perky 
ain't got a dream that is working I ain't got nothing but the blues When trumpets flare up I keep my hair up I just can't make it come down Believe me, Pappy I can't get happy Since my ever-loving baby left town Ain't got no rest in my slumbers Ain't got no feelings to bruise Ain't got no telephone numbers I ain't got nothing but the There you go. Joe Jackson, along with Sharon Jones, the late great Sharon Jones, and Questlove from The Roots. That was Ain't Got Nothing But The Blues and Do Nothing Till You Hear From Me, a Duke Ellington medley right there. Hope you enjoyed that. Hope you enjoyed our little uh, Roots break right there. Went even further back. Uh, Chris Isaac, who knows his roots, and Joe Jackson definitely knows his roots, almost to an annoying degree right there, but I love it. So, yeah. Joe Jackson, one of the great shows I saw this decade for sure. If you've never seen him live, go see him. He's truly amazing. Uh, another guy that I've seen live, I can't believe I've seen this guy live, uh, is David Johansson. 
course, lead singer of the New York Dolls, the artist formerly known as Buster Poindexter. Uh, he turned up on a soundtrack here, and I guess he made an appearance. I, I'm guilty of not having seen this show. There was a short-lived HBO television series called Vinyl, which you would think I would watch that. I just haven't seen it yet. I'm definitely inclined to watch it at some point here. I mean, Dice is in it. How could I not watch it? He's the man. Uh, but it looked pretty interesting. I know that it was kind of capturing a moment in time here. It seems like some people turned up to re-record some of their old songs, and this being no exception right here, this is one of my favorite New York Dolls songs, so to hear a new recording of it, a new spin on it, uh, you know, I figured I'd give it a shot. Definitely liked it enough to feature it here on Rock Strikes 10. So originally from the uh, sophomore New York Dolls album, Too Much Too Soon, this is a new performance of Strand in the Jungle by the voice of the original, David Johansson. Enjoy.
What a great, crazy song that is. That's another reason why I love it so much. That was Stranded in the Jungle, a re-recording of the New York Dolls original by the singer of the Dolls, David Johansson, from the soundtrack to the HBO series Vinyl. Yes, I dig them up from everywhere for the odds and ends. I am truly committed to this theme, and now you realize that there's no exception there. From the Duke Ellington tribute album all the way to an HBO television show, and everything in between, it's the odds and ends. <laughs> right, and this is a follow-up to something I did, I think it was on Volume 2, something like that, Volume 2 or 3. So we talked about the tragedy in Paris with the Eagles of Death Metal show, but how they turned that negative into as much of a positive as possible, doing a charity thing revolving around the Eagles of Death Metal song, I Love You All the Time. It was open to any artist that would want to cover it and put it up there, uh, you know, and it would all go to charity. Played you the Faster Pussycat doing it on an earlier entry here. And I teased that there would be a second entry for the same song later on as I wrapped up the odds and ends of this decade. So here it is. Here's the payoff right here. And it's true payoff. Uh, a completely different kind of version of I Love You All the Time by one of the all-time greats that we do love, Elton John. <laughs> If I call you up, you're never at home. I love you all the time. I'm filled up and high, a man amongst guys. A smile on my face, no reason to cry. I love you. The guy, I can tell you're gonna take your love away. I can tell by that look in your eye. A kind of look that roams around and sees another guy. Oh, I would think if I thought I'd make you stay. C'est le soir Et toi Avec moi Into your boudoir Très bien Ooh la la I love you Bien, ooh la la, 
iconic elton john doing eagles of death metals i love you all the time good on you elton for doing that and what a cool version i'm just glad that that happened i mean that's pretty tremendous in my book all right continuing on with the odds and ends we got a couple more left here on this episode uh getting over into damon johnson Uh, damon johnson is an alumni from the alice cooper band as well as recently being a part of the black star riders band Uh, damon who also formerly the lead singer and leader of brother kane from the 90s another cool rock and roll band damon is a true talent and i always like supporting and checking out the stuff that he does Uh, He put out a great EP this decade called Echo, so let's just get down to it right here. Here's a guy you should know. Go look him up after you're done with this episode. Damon Johnson, this is Nobody Using.
right, there you go. Damon Johnson, Nobody Using from the Echo EP. Go check out that EP and anything that he does under his solo name, Damon Johnson. You have to say the name a lot or else people won't remember it. But yes, go check out Damon Johnson, a true talent, a true rock and roll guy. All right. Moving on here, we're going to finish off this episode with a voice that you heard earlier in this episode. So, I wasn't kidding when I said I'll use every opportunity to feature this artist. And, uh, you know, of course, we are going in alphabetical order. I always fail to mention that at the top of the show. So, uh, from the Joe Jackson entry, we get all the way down to this person's actual entry. Closing off this episode. Once again, it is the late great Sharon Jones, along with the Dap Kings, covering one of the greatest songs of all time. Check it out. There you go. In the South, begat the South right there. Closing off this episode of the odds and ends of the decade here on Rock Strikes 10. Sharon Jones being born of Georgia. Uh, No stranger to songs from the South right there. And just a beautiful, awesome cover of the Allman Brothers classic Midnight Rider. One of the great songs of all time. I found that as it's like a single only download. You can find that in most places. So I highly recommend you just going to pick that one up somewhere, anywhere you can get it. Any Sharon Jones you can get your hand on. She didn't have a whole lot of records out in her lifetime, but she made the most of the time she had, that's for sure. So uh, one of the greatest voices ever of any era. And this lady could have easily hung back in the day when we appreciated great female singers uh, of real talent. So there you go. All right. I hope you enjoyed this episode. Uh, I, I love doing these odds and ends, especially wrapping up this decade. 
it's going to be nice once the decade's over. I can reset my brain and get back into it uh, with uh, different kinds of themes and everything. Not that, like I said, not that I don't enjoy doing this, but uh, getting to clean out the cash file at the end of this year is going to be awesome. Uh, but stay along here on the ride with me. It's going to be a lot of fun, uh, even though we, I, I'm going to say we're going to catch up on some of the artists that have left us this decade as well. we still got a whole lot of those to do by the end of the year. And of course, leading up to the big finale, which I will not disclose just yet. I think you know what's coming, but uh, yeah, we're going to do a big, big blowout at the end of the year right here. And the end of the decade It's another hint. But I hope you enjoyed this episode. Stay tuned on cnjradio.com. You get every episode of Rock Strikes 10 on the website. A good amount of them are on Apple Podcasts and, of course, every episode on Spotify now for free and people under 40. No, just kidding. But mostly it is people under 40 using Spotify, right? Us oldies are still uh, buying physical product and appreciating it. Anyway, just kidding. Uh, but yes, please go to cnjradio.com for all episodes of Rock Strikes 10. While you're there, check out all the other quality podcasts in the cnjradio.com family. Of course, the flagship, the Wrestling House Show with uh, myself and Chris, a pro wrestling podcast unlike any other. The Synaptic Empire Audio Transmissions with my friend Randy Brown, a true alternative. Great show with a lot of great variety right there. Go follow the Synaptic Empire on Facebook as well. He's always promoting a lot of cool local concerts, so definitely support what he does out there. And just, uh, Randy's got good stuff going on everywhere. Everything he touches is great, so, alright. Uh, also, while you're on cnjradio.com, check out The Last Theater with the aforementioned Chris, where cinema's trash is treated like treasure. Also, The Talking Rock with Mark and Joey. Yes, one of the newer ventures here on CNJ Radio with myself and the great Mark Striegel of Talking Metal, where we pick a, ro- a couple of rock topics and talk about them for about a half hour or so. A lot of fun. Good commute episodes right there if you got like a half hour drive to work. That's a good one to have on you. Uh, and also the great Pete LaRussa on the I Am Vinyl podcast. Pete does most of the episodes. I got to do some I Am Vinyl episodes. I'm guilty of not having done it a lot. Not a lot of time, of course, but I- I'm trying to make them just right. So I promise I will do an I Am Vinyl podcast soon, but... Uh, Pete recently did a uh, retracking of uh, certain mixes for Pearl Jam's 10. So if you're a fan of that record, go check out the I Am Vinyl podcast especially. See which mix you prefer, the original or the Brendan O'Brien remix. And before we get out of here, last but not least, the aforementioned Pete LaRussa and the great Spacebeard, they do the outro that we play on every episode here. It's the greatest outro in the business. So go to Facebook.com slash Band, purchase their latest album, Gone, and tell them that Rock Strikes 10 sent you. All right, I think I'm going to try to wrap up some more of the uh, recently deceased here coming up uh, on the future episodes before we get done here. Uh, but like I said, i got a lot of stuff to catch up on here before the end of the decade. I just appreciate you tuning in and taking the time to listen. If you can hear my voice, you're truly a friend of mine. Don't hesitate to keep sending those messages and everything. And uh, yeah, it makes me feel really good. So thanks again for listening, and we'll see you guys on the next one. Have fun.